James earns millions from internet marketing. Tim's got millions of questions. Welcome to Freedom Ocean. Now, jump on in. Listeners, welcome back to another episode, episode 35, in fact, of Freedom Ocean, uh, a podcast that we hope simplifies your internet marketing successes. And I'm I'm Timbo Reed, one of the hosts, and over there is James Shremko. G'day, mate. G'day, Timbo. How are you this week? I'm very good, and it's lovely for you to be able to say this week because that means we're becoming regular. We're taking our podcast fibre. <laughs> Nothing like being regular, is there? <laughs> <laughs> I, I like to be regular. I like to be regular in all aspects of my life, my 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 dietary intake and my podcasting. So, Tim, uh, do you get excited when we release new podcasts? James, that is a leading question because <laughs> I said before we hit the record button, and you're setting me up, so I'm just going to go with it, um, I get a little sphincter tightening when we release a podcast, I said to you before we hit record, and uh, that's the honest this, truth. Is this going to be the, the title for this episode? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe maybe not because we want to keep our friends at Apple iTunes happy. I'm sure they never listen to an episode, but uh, we are expected to hit the explicit button if anything untoward is said. I don't think sphincters are untoward. It's a body part. But I do love, I, I must say, mate, uh, I love releasing a podcast. It's one of those uh, special times of the week for me. Uh, I just did it with my other show and uh, we're about to do it with, uh, through emotion, so I don't know. It's, it's a bit like ticking a box or crossing something off a list, isn't it? It is. It's closing a loop. We like to close loops. So, yeah. what are we talking about this week, mate? We've got a bit on. We um, I, I've got a question for you. <laughs> Funny that. Funny that. Um, I've got a question for you about uh, the timing of sending emails because I've I have an observation, and I'll I'm sure you'll have a point of view. Um, I would love to hear an update on how wealthification is going for you. Uh, it would seem to be going gangbusters, and I enjoyed watching it. Got a couple of uh, couple of comments about that. Uh, wealthification is James's new training product about how to basically set up a business right from the start. Um, and the guts of today, Shramco, is all about. Um, considerations that we should um, scratch our chin and ponder when launching a product. Okay. You happy well, with that? Yeah, that's good. I mean, it's, it's actually, it's like a revisit of when you launched your product because now I'm launching my product and it's probably time for us to get granular into a few little nooks and crannies that probably were missing in that first discussion because having just yep. been through this process, it's been an interesting reminder for me. Now tell me before you, we do that. Then. Oh yeah, go on. Oh, you go. No, I was going to. Go. I was going to talk about uh, ask you if you liked the players inside wealthification. Yeah, yeah. You've 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 changed your tune again. I thought you were happy with the the players that you'd done for FastWeb Formula Three. They were very neat and you know multiplayer and all that. But now you've you've upped it again. And is that is that a new format that EZS Three are offering, or what's what's happening there? No, totally new platform, and it's Tim friendly as well. Ah, uh, it's really is it, is it drag and drop. Uh, it's even easier than that. It's literally upload. The raw file, so you don't have to encode yep. or any of that uh, oh extra God. stuff. So all you do is you just export from ScreenFlow, 
or Camtasia and you just yep. upload it and it automatically encodes it. It'll even encode it in multiple formats. So if a browser's got a high speed connection, it's showing them high def. If they've got a low connection, it shows them a low def automatically. And it, uh, it is drag and drop, yeah. You can drag them around in different order and you can have secure embeds and it streams faster. It's a full top-level streaming server and it's uh, uh, wicked. It's just so cool. But the heat map tracking you get and the analytics are phenomenal. You can see where people oh, drop off the video that. and you can re-upload the video, the new version, without interrupting anything. It just waits till it's encoded and it just switches it out. So it's awesome. I'm in wow. love. I'm now, in love with this new yeah, platform. Well, I can tell. I can tell. I mean, the, the passion in your voice is palpable. And um, now I'm, I'm interested. Well, you're going to tell us what it is first. Yep. Uh, this I actually got put onto it by a friend of mine who's called Flywheel. So a big shout out to uh, mm-hmm. Will Franco, who's my sort of techno boffin advisor. He looks for things and shows them to me well before I implement right. them. <laughs> And yeah. uh, he's been on me about this for a while. And what happened, I was loading up my Easy S3 multiplayer into Nanocast the other day and it, it just wouldn't yep. stream. There was something not working. So I went back to my emails. I found this solution, tested it, and it's called Wistia, W-I-S-T-I-A. And it is just a full online video upload, encoding, embedding Service now, if that is beyond the budget of our listeners, they might look at something like Vimeo Pro, but I think Wistia is definitely the way I'm going. I even went and re-uploaded all my traffic grab videos and replaced the player in that too. Because did I'm, you really? I'm besotted with this player. It is amazing. Um, tell me, is it? Um, well, how much is it? Uh, look, I don't know what it's going to cost our average user, but I'm a power user, so everything costs me a lot. Yep. For me, it's going to be at least right. $3,000 a year. But I'm sure there's a low price plan, yeah, okay. you know, like $70 a month or something. But the thing that's good about it is someone like you, Timbo, can yeah. upload the video and hit embed and just copy and paste that code on your site. There's no more S3, no more easy S3, no more cut, paste, copy, whatever. It's just simple. That's what I like about it. It's as easy as YouTube. I'll tell you what. It's just like YouTube, but it's private. Well, you know what? I I know you laugh at me, and I'm sure there are listeners out there who get a bit of a giggle with my inability to cope with things like the the technicalities of Easy S3 or whatever it may be. However, I know I'm not alone, and I just think there is such a massive opportunity for smart developers, developers, out there to hook in with a with a with a coder, whatever the terminology is, and create friendly interfaces. You this know, you make James Dyson did it. I've ever used. It's amazing. Well, you know, interfaces are everything. You know, I, I, it just makes life simple. I, it's like Dropbox. You know, when I found out that Dropbox was just a front for Amazon S3, I've gone, that makes sense because Amazon S3 is really complicated. And someone's realised that and made an interface. Nanocast is complicated. Someone will finally, someone will at some point make a really cool interface for Nanocast or or one of those other platforms. And and obviously Wistia has recognised that as, a, as an opportunity. So therein lies a massive business opportunity. Well, just quietly, you James Timbo, Dyson. Your James yeah. Dyson's Optimised Press 2, which is out soon. Yeah. It will have Nanocast integration, so you'll be able to just plug in your member and you can create WordPress front and back of house memberships that work using Nanocast as the glue. 
I'll be considered a pioneer in, in decades to come, James. They'll, they'll dig up out of the rocks episodes of Freedom Ocean and say, you know what, that Timbo fellow was onto something. Oh, look, I actually agree with you. I just like laughing at you because it's fun, but I, I do actually agree. <laughs> you know, a sexy interface will have, will have my um, attention. I, I like things to be yep. very simple and nice as well. You, you know how it, it must happen in that uh, a, a nerd, and I say that lovingly, hello to all the nerds that listen. I don't reckon we'd have many nerds that listen. I think we have doers, um, but the nerds would kind of go, you know what, I could build um, uh, something that would allow people to buy something online or upload videos or or store stuff online, um, and they see that as an opportunity, which clearly it is, but what they don't get is the design part, and um, although it's cliche, I mean, that's why Steve Jobs was so damn good because you've got that intersection between technology and art. Sites like YouTube are, are the ones that people build that work and are good and then get picked up. Yep. And in Facebook, yep. you know, if if it's easy to use, people will use it. So it's at some point probably difficult to use things were a barrier to entry for your everyday person. It was, mm-hmm. it was hard five or six years ago to make a website and it was hard to make audios and videos play. Now it's extremely simple so the yep. since everyone can do it, now we have to be better marketers and better business operators. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the barriers to entry are falling because clearly technology was was is is uh, still not as much as a barrier to entry. Uh, interesting, mate. We'll whack a link to that in the show notes, uh, and uh, I'll be having a look at that as soon as this episode finishes. Now, James, email timing. Um, I, I've noticed of late, you, you, well, a couple of things. You, you've had a lot to say within your businesses. You've had a lot to say. You've made changes. You've cancelled stuff. You've introduced new products and memberships and all these different things. Uh, and you have you've got a lot of email going out there. Number one, observation number one. Observation number two is you know a product launch historically is a um, is a big event. You know, it's a, it's an event, it's the culmination of all the work, and you, it's now saying, okay, well, I reckon this is ready to take to market to my precious list. I think you launched Wealthification on a Saturday night or a Sunday. Is that right? <laughs> depends on which list you're on. Well, <laughs> you know, it depends on which, depends on which okay. country you live in. But which yeah, country? It would have been yeah. Friday night for some customers if they were in Australia, which would have been. Friday morning in the US mm-hmm. market, and that would would have been uh, Saturday for the majority of people who got emails about right. it. Right. So, so, so any of those times, if you'd asked the um, the email marketing academic, they wouldn't have said Friday night or Saturday morning uh, were any ideal times to launch a product. But uh, what's your, you know. I've, I've heard people talk about, you know, Wednesday afternoon or 11 o'clock Thursday morning or whatever it may be. What's your view? Oh, well, my view is I'm, Get normally, it out there. Well, I'm normally up late at night and that's a, the best time for me to create emails. And right. I like people to have them in their inbox early in the morning. I, I All the statistics that I've seen from people mm. who actually know what they're talking about, which is not internet mm-hmm. marketers, it's large <laughs> enterprise yeah. companies who measure and and uh, track things statistically, it shows yep. that early morning gets the better open rates. 
Now, right. I also know that my market is a, very much a weekend market. I have a lot of people who have busy during the week and they get to their inbox on the weekend to actually catch up, you know, inverted commas, if for, the, for that product, for wealthification. Mm-hmm. It's, um, it's people who want to grow and enhance a business. And I know most hardcore business people are still working weekends and people who don't have a business yet have a job during the week. So I don't think it's a bad mm. thing. Certainly sales-wise, it doesn't look to be a bad thing at all. Mm. Yeah, well, I, I, I can imagine, and I and I, I just wonder whether now we, you know, all those all those measurements and stats that we see about email marketing open rates at different times of the week and different times of the day are just maybe, as you say, I mean, we, and we're all different, you know, and, and I particularly would say, you know, probably for our market, for your market, there's a lot of people who do this stuff out of hours, so you could quite easily argue that one going out at ten a.m. Uh, till ten p.m. Maybe just as opened as something that goes out at ten a.m. Well, it's it interesting. Appears that you've managed to bump into it somehow. <laughs> Correct. Correct. Oh well, I'm online a fair bit. I'm online. I uh, another thing I enjoy about you know sending that that uh, episode of Small Business Big Marketing out just before we went on air is that um, you know people are now picking up on they can reply to those emails. So. Um, I'm loving that as well. Seeing um, and and obviously people are there. You know, sending. What time is it? It's. I sent that out at four p.m. on a. What's today? Tuesday. Yeah. People are already replying. Love that. Yeah, All right, mate. Well, that's interesting. That's response. Now, um, let's talk about. Um, let's talk about considerations when launching a product. So you went out with Wealthification on the weekend, and um, for those who haven't yet grabbed it. Go to Freedom Ocean and, and grab a copy, freedomotion.com, because it's um, you know, it's actually a really interesting product, mate, because it's it's it applies to anyone. It's anyone who's either thinking of starting a business, has got a business, or is thinking of buying one. You know, it's um it it covers all the, the key pillars. It's kind of a general product. I do some general products. Very like my traffic product was pretty general for anyone internet marketing related. This product's even more general and that was on purpose. I'm going to go more granular on some of my other products. So uh, I think you'll see, well, inbox relief, for example, will be very general. It'll be very broad because everyone has emails. And and Mm -hmm. what I found is like casting a very wide net. I know it's hard to market to everybody, but for me, it's, I have a wide catchment funnel and it allows people to come in and get to know me and my products on a broad basis and then go a little bit deeper Mm -hmm. into the specific products. But I do have specific targeted products as well within my. Hey, can, 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 can I digress go before on. you go granular into? Because uh, you, you, every now and then you mention inbox relief, and I'm quite looking forward to whatever that is. But I, I can't. Surely it's just like delete all your emails and action all the ones that come through and keep nothing in your, in your inbox. What else can you say? Well, it sounds simple when you say it like that, but I guess why then is everyone still overloaded? Yeah, correct. Because they don't. I don't think oh, they. You, you, I don't think they have. That might be the short answer, but you have to help people arrive at that destination. You could say, look, it's it's easy yeah. not to be overweight. Just eat less and move move more. It's actually <laughs> that simple. Or yep. you know, stop stop eating sugar or stand up instead of sit down. You can say these simple truths, but people don't seem to do it. So I think inbox relief will be more on the 
how to. It's like, just go in and do this and click on that and do that. And then it's understanding why this is working, the habit side of it, uh, so the, the mm-hmm. understanding behind it. It's what I've been doing for a couple of years now to stay lean in the inbox, even though I've got a bazillion staff and tens of thousands of customers, I still manage to keep it empty. And it's, mm-hmm. it's habit and it's, um, it's having a routine. But the key component, of course, is the dashboard concept, which we've covered in other episodes. Without the dashboard, I think it would be very difficult. So it basically combines two of my products. Okay. All right. Well, that's, that's a, enough to whet the appetite. So let's go back to, um, <clears throat> excuse me, considerations when launching a product. Uh, what, what have you, what learnings have you come across the last few days since launching Wealthification? Well, we just covered one of them, and that is yep. to pre announce things that are coming down the pipeline. Mm hmm. Like, okay. you know, like so, I've, probably, uh, I've talked about wealthification. If, if listeners are very acute, they've probably picked up that word several times in the last whatever episodes because I happen to be working on it. And we talked about mm-hmm. small batch sizes and the fact that Silver Circle members have been accessing the early modules of wealthification for a long time. And then it's finally come to the public. So the main realization with this one is. Um, that your repeat customers are the most incredible asset you can ever have. The lifetime customer concept is killer. That is the thing. And I know that because I'm tracking my conversions and the uh, loyalty coupon redemptions are astronomical. They look like I've got a good 30-something percent of my sales are people mm-hmm who have bought another product of mine and they're just coming along and grabbing it in the first, uh, we're talking the, the first 48 hours, I suppose. Yeah, wow. The rest of it is affiliate traffic and uh, direct traffic, which I can't track all of it, but I can track some of it. It's not SEO just yet, but it's starting to be. We've gone out on our YouTube channel with sample content. We've, we've launched press releases as of yesterday and we've got another one going out every single day. We have a Facebook campaign starting up today. I just saw the approval, so I think it's live now. And do you want to know some amazing numbers? In the last seven days, remember mm-hmm. our good friend Jen Sheehan? Yep. Her team have delivered over 3 million impressions to my ads on Facebook in the last seven wow. days. And they keep wow. refining the click-through rate and the cost per click. And I expect big things from wealthification with Facebook because that's also, you know, I can go and target Richard Branson and Tony Robbins and all your popular success people. It fits right in line with those segments. That's, I imagine it's a broad market. So that's cool. And of course, the customer list is is just powering along. I just send out a, an update to my customers using my golden rule that they must be better off for opening their email. Mm-hmm. I've incentivized repeat customers by sending them a little gift coupon that they can use to uh, change the price on the checkout page. Just just going back to, to Facebook, three million impressions in seven days is uh, is fairly significant. So tell me about the click throughs and and uh, wh- where they start and what are you getting them to at the moment? Well, with Facebook, you get a lot of impressions for not many click throughs. It'll be point zero something, but yep. that could still end up being say a thousand clicks and a thousand clicks in a week for 
most businesses, if they have a pretty relevant ad, is a good starting point. Mm-hmm. If- it's, it doesn't sound much, does it? That's two point nine. I can't. What are I can't even do the sums on that. That's two point nine nine million who aren't clicking on it. Yeah, but I'm not suggesting it's but bad. Well, but I, I mean, just, imagine how many page loads they get on Facebook. They, there is yep. it's, it's a lot of exposure. But yep. here's the thing: the people do click on it and they do purchase. One of yeah, my well, businesses, important. I won't say which one, is doing mm. about eighteen hundred dollars a day from those ads. Hmm. And what are you spending to get eighteen hundred dollars a day in sales? Well, I'm spending no more than a thousand a week on that particular okay. thing. It's probably five hundred or six hundred. I'm running a um, campaign on LinkedIn at the moment, and uh, just click through. I, I reckon the ads are pretty good. I'm, I'm, I'm actually really happy with the ads, but uh, and getting a lot of impressions, but no click through. I've been on. Link- I hear that LinkedIn a lot about LinkedIn f- yeah, for a, at least a year and a half. I've been advertising. On there, you have still do. It's still live now. It it gets pretty hopeless right. conversions though. It's hard to it's hard to see the ads. I know they're there, but I don't know. They just <laughs> I they seem to I kind of get in. lost in the. Rest. I, I don't even log into it. It's just not. <laughs> it's not my thing. I don't. I don't get LinkedIn oh, well. that much. You were going to interview Stay the guy. Did that. you do that? Hey, yeah, I did. Is I interviewed good? the managing director. Oh, well, I think it is. Um, that goes live next week. We interviewed the uh, the. Managing Director or CEO of LinkedIn Australasia and uh, challenged him on a few things and he shared some ways to optimise your presence there and all that type of stuff. So, yeah, that'll go live in uh, – that's a small business, big marketing episode, not a free-to-motion episode, but I'll let people know when that's up and about. So, um, all right, mate, what else have you done that, uh, that has piqued your interest since launching Wealthification? Well, it just, it's just remembering to go and look at the certain things that you have available to you, the tools. So maybe just a quick rundown of what you can look at to get an idea of how mm-hmm. you know the success of it or not. Uh, the, the first thing, of course, is you check the people who hit reply to your email. You know, if they if they ask you questions or they tell you that uh, if they're not sure or something or or they purchased something before and they never got their access or they whatever. So you can get good feedback on past products, but also you track the amount of sales. And what I do is I issued coupons by different lists. So I actually sent out about four different emails to my customer segments and I block out the other three when I send one so that only that certain segment gets that list. And it's very relevant to the product that they purchased from me. So it's super relevant. And then I can log into my analytics and I can see how many people with that specific email purchased the product. And then I can work out how many received that email, how many opened it, and I can work out the conversion ratio for that particular list or that segment of my audience. And that helps me tremendously because I start to get a feel already in two days, I know Mm -hmm. which parts of my audience are responding the best. Was it the fast web formula customers? Was it the people who purchased it's not about the website? Or was it people who came to any other event like Underground Profit System or Business Internet Formula? Or was it my internet marketing subscribers? Mm-hmm. Or was it Traffic Grab customers? So I think there's like five segments and I can tell which ones are the most responsive and I can start zooming in on that and working out what does that mean? What's, what's the information I'm learning here and how can I apply this? 
Knowing your numbers. It's knowing, it's measuring and learning. What can you learn? So the list is one mm. thing. So I'm looking at the opens, the click-throughs, the conversions to sale. I can measure all of those things because I'm using trackable links. Mm-hmm. Then I can have a look at press releases. I can see which traffic's coming from press releases and which ones convert. And when I have a number of press releases, maybe 10, then I'll be able to find out which press release has the highest conversion. And I can start to understand what angle did we take that people resonated with? Because we have quite a broad mm. landscape to play with on this product. Yeah, you do. I could zoom in on any of the 10 modules. I could talk about taking control of your business. Or I could talk about automating your business. I could talk about business strategy. So there's so many marketing. angles. Yeah, marketing, people, how to manage, how to hire, how to train. All these things are covered, so it's, it's a really broad product. Uh, then there's affiliates. I go and see which affiliates are emailing or promoting it or tweeting it, hint, hint, and <laughs> see who's making sales and what their conversion <laughs> ratio is. Now, I know one large fellow who does podcasts who had a very high oh. conversion rate off uh, his affiliate link fairly early on. So mm. it's, You could you like know, that one. But then I go and say, okay, so what are they doing to cause that? What can I learn from this? And I can learn, obviously, that person has a pretty strong community who trust him, or, except for maybe one Twitter <laughs> Twitter follower. <laughs> uh, and, and then- um, We'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah, we will. Okay, and then the other thing is, is I go and look at all the other sources. You know, what's happening from the Facebook traffic, what's happening from the YouTube channel, and then I go and search into Google. I'll go and check the keywords and see uh, what's ranking, which is great early on in a campaign. If I invent a word like wealthification, it doesn't exist, and there's only five or 600 listings in the world, I know that in a few months from now, there'll be thousands of listings. Isn't it good to know which websites are on the first page of Google or the second page from an SEO perspective? Mm. Is mm. it Squidoo? Is it Hubpages? Is it uh, Facebook? Is it a blog? Is it a, an affiliate review site? Is it a press release? And that helps me understand what's effective next time I want to launch something. And... Um, I know that uh, when I last checked, my own blog doing a review and a podcast about it was the number one listing and I can track sales from that as well. Mm. And then I look well, at- how much, time, how much time would you say that has taken you, just out of interest? Because there's a lot of work there. Oh, probably <laughs> half talking, an hour. It doesn't take long to go. What, what everything you've just covered? Yeah, because I'm using a, a dashboard. It's, it's yeah, simple. Okay. You click on the button. I go to Aweber, check my, my list conversions. I go to Nanocast, mm-hmm. I check affiliates, I check sales. I look at Putler. I've got Putler open with the product name and it just tracks sales, you know, bloop, 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 bloop. They come in. Does it make that noise? It does make a little noise and it flashes a light <laughs> box across the bottom of the screen. So it's pretty right. cool. And uh, to, to look up the other stuff's pretty easy too. But live chat's also running on in the background and it's showing people yep. on the site and where they come from. And then Google Analytics is very quick. There's only one view that I really use and it's like the goal view and it shows me which path they came in on to turn into a sale. And it's just brain dead simple. It shows me the, the mm-hmm. tracking URL that I used in the email and I know which segment's the biggest and which segment 
is the smallest, right? Just one. Do you ever get into, um, like, for example, with your Aweber? Do you get in there and see who has clicked on a link, and then you know maybe uh, email? Do you ever go as far as emailing people who have clicked on a link, or people who have may have um, you know started the shopping process but pulled out, or do you go down that path? You can do those things, especially if you're using you more intelligent emails like Infusionsoft. You can have triggers and mm-hmm. rules. You can also do it you know, if you combine uh, uh, some software with, say, WordPress and Aweber, mm-hmm. you can actually move people from one list to another with the API without having the double opt-in. That's a bit right. more advanced. So you could make it Infusionsoft Desk or uh, Office Autopilot-ish if you want. But I haven't gone that advanced. I have more simple automation, which is if someone buys Wealthification, I will remove them from my uh, free list for webinars that I run or whatever, and I'll start them from scratch. Or if they join the Wealthification uh, opt-in, then I'll take them off that and move them to the VIP list. Now, something interesting that I'm testing is Mm. an exit grabber, if people go to the homepage and then go to leave, it's got a very subtle, hey, do you want to see the video anyway? Um, No, I want to leave the site or yes, I want to stay. I've actually converting 4% of that traffic into sales. Uh, So that's a little pop-up that just says, you know, recognises you're about to leave and suggests watching the video before you go. Yeah, and it just takes them to, it bypasses the opt-in basically. Right. Now, okay. the other thing is I, people can bypass the opt-in. If they go to the bottom of the page, they can click on order and that bypasses the opt-in. So I'm not being forcible with the opt-in. It's like a opt-in if you want, but there's two other ways mm. to get to the stuff. And that's providing that they actually uh, get the opt-in page because I'm split testing opt-in versus straight sales page with no opt-in to check the conversion difference between the two. And it will take me a longer time to get the result because I need to know the lifetime value of those customers. But I'll be able to measure it. Mate, there's a three-day workshop in what you're talking about. But it's fun, I'm isn't gonna, it? I'm going to... It is fun, I'm sure it so is. So Visual um, Website Optimizer is that I'll, other, other I'll, software. I'll share the tweet... Sorry, I'm interrupted. Go on. Yeah you, could, yeah, you can just pop it all in one tweet, everything we just said, 144 characters. <laughs> no, I'll share the tweet that I put out uh, on the weekend and we can have a bit of a laugh. We won't mention any names, but I put out a tweet uh, on Saturday which said, if you run a business or are thinking of starting or buying one, then watch this video and it linked off to James's um, sales page and within a couple of minutes someone who's who I thought kind of you know respected what I did on Twitter and knew that I just didn't you know go off spamming people came back and said quote unquote which of the massive internet marketing make money quick people is behind this one and I thought that was a little bit offensive <clears throat> and you must have seen it too um, and I went back to him uh, and said, uh, I'm just looking at my Twitter timeline here as it loads. Um, I went back to him and I said, that's very harsh, insert person's name. It's actually good quality info that would benefit any business owner. Um, and then he just started to say, I have, I've just been burnt so much from these things all the time in the past. I turn off now as soon as I have a video, as soon as I see a video landing page which I think is quite an interesting observation. Um, um, and then he said it might have been harsh but equally legit, uh, an equally legit question to understand the background. 
And then you came in <laughs> and said to this fellow, I mentioned my name at the 16-second mark. So um, I thought, I mean, that's insightful. I'm not flicking that aside. I thought it was a bit harsh what this fellow said initially in response to my my tweet. But um, clearly there is still a mindset out there of, you know, get rich quick, make money, see you later type people. Yeah, well, look, he's obviously reflecting his his thoughts and feelings about experiences that have happened to him. And there are a lot of bandits out there. The thing that I have done differently on that page that he obviously didn't bother to look at for more than a few seconds uh, was in the yeah, in the second slide I introduce myself, I put my, my name, a picture, explain my business and reveal all of my business models. So there's not a scrap of make money fast, there's not a scrap of promises, there's no guarantees, there's no uh, screenshots of money. So it's different in that regard. But the other thing that I have put on this that most people don't do is I put a PDF document where people can download the whole first module transcription for free and Mm -hmm. read it and see every picture in the video and every word, word for word typed out. Mm. It's just below the uh, video. So there's the video and the PDF document for people who prefer to read. Are you, um, well, the PDF document, are you really, you're really sort of moving away from people who would, who, well, don't want to download a PDF document and, you know, either print it or read it on the screen. Then they have to choose to watch the video. You think you might come back to just maybe a couple of paragraphs of copy that sit under the video or above the video? Well, I could do. I could even, you know, with Wistia, you could actually just hit a button that says transcribe video and it it will display the transcription under the video. What do you mean? You can have every word of that video transcribed, probably that video for about $25. (laughs) You just have to click a button. (laughs) But the the thing is, if if they just click on the PDF, it will just open the document in their browser. They don't have to download it. They can view it right there. And read yeah, it okay. as it's every single word that's mentioned in that video with pictures, you know, for people who like mm. pictures. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah, so it's got audio, well, it's mate, got video, it's it's got uh, PDF, and every module is transcribed as well. So it's really designed for younger and more mature traditional types because a lot mm. of my customers prefer to read instead of watch videos. Mm. Hey, um, pretty good insights there. Couple more things before we. Uh, Wrap up show episode. Wrap up episode thirty five of Freedom Ocean. Uh, I'm getting a little studio built in my home, and it's going to have rock wall, which means that it's going to be very quiet because I do a lot of these recordings from my office, and it's got an air conditioner blasting away. So I'm excited about that, James. That's about three weeks away. Does that mean you go rock climbing indoors? No, it doesn't. It's not one of those rock walls that has little pebbles sticking out. It's this insulation they put in between the, you know, the cavity, in, inside the cavity of the wall. So I am excited about that. Uh, uh, what do I call it? Are you it? getting um, a white van as well? <laughs> Why do you say that? Well, it's just like you know, I can imagine you probably stow people away in that room. And, and oh. <laughs> no, no, I thought I've got... I've been talking to uh, I've been talking to Luke, my other my other host on my other show about because I was thinking I, I need somewhere quiet to record and we didn't quite we finally figured out how we can do it we can create some space in a, in my home 
But one of the things Luke and I were talking about was actually buying a white van <laughs> and setting up a studio in the back of it, you know, like one of those big VW sort of things. Yep. Um, could have been the mobile recording studio if worse came to worse. Could be a bit Because I need a, a new dodgy. car anyway. Could be a bit dodgy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like it, it's a bit kind of Silence of the Lambs, isn't it? Does this rag smell of chloroform? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Just smell it. Um so, and, and can I just, before we close, um, I came across a, because we've spoken a lot in very early shows about all the different, all the different, there's a, I might register that word, different, all the different internet marketing business models. And I interviewed a fellow last week. I, I was watching the, the TV news and this story came on, uh, man sells house on Twitter, right? So I watched the story, think, oh, that's clever. And I tracked him down on Google and uh, interviewed him the next day. And he didn't actually sell a house using Twitter. He did use social media very well to sell his house. Um, but as a result of it, he's created a whole business out of using, uh, of creating a blog and then using social media, YouTube, Facebook, Posterous, Twitter, and um, Animoto to, um, to sell houses. And he's getting a huge amount of um, airplay in seven countries around the world and all this. But, but to keep a long story short, what he's done is gone to a vendor. He owns a digital marketing agency. Goes to a vendor and says, create, create, creates a WordPress blog. And the vendor, the person who lives in the house, um, populates that blog with pictures and words sharing what it's like to live in the house, which kind of makes sense, you know, get the person who lives there to talk about it instead of the agent. They still have an agent. And then off the back of creating that information on the WordPress blog, just shares it on, you know, all the different social media channels. So, um, and I, I now notice within a week of doing that interview, um, there's copycats popping up all over the place. Yeah, well. So another internet marketing business model. I've been there and done that, buddy. Hey. I sold my house on the internet years oh, ago. Oh, you did? I remember you telling me that when we first met. It's exactly the same. I'm sure he's probably just bought Business Internet Formula oh, where I case study it and exactly. document. He's just copying. I've had a WordPress blog. I had the agent's listing. I had pictures of the house. I had YouTube videos made from Animoto, Twitter, Facebook, friend feed. The bit he's missing is the cost per yeah. view to roll up the ticker on the agent's site, but we'll keep that one a secret just between us the and the freedom of The cost per view... Yeah. Okay. Don't tell anyone. Just whisper that to me. You 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 go and bid. You bid uh, one cent per impression on a big site like house.com and you land mm -hmm. people on your house on the agent's site, and it it increases the the count for how many people viewed the listing, and it pushes it up to the top of the page. Right. So I managed to manipulate my agent's website to have my house showing it's the number one spot. Something like you? Yeah. Well, all I'm saying is this is not a new idea and I've done this already and it's fully documented and it's there's still a video up on YouTube and, uh, yeah, definitely works. Clearly. Oh, well, I, didn't, I honestly didn't know you'd done that. And, in fact, funnily enough, uh, I've been uh, trying to sell my in-law's beach house for a few months now, which I've created a website for but hadn't gone to the... Um, the trouble of doing the rest of the stuff. So uh, it's on my list of things to do. But um, clever, 
Clever. And and I, what I like about it, uh, new or old, I mean, it just it's just a good example of, um, you know, getting the person who owns the thing to sell it, you know, or at least to talk about it because uh, who could do it better? Well, I have, I have uh, a good customer of mine does exactly this. He helps people sell their own houses using the internet now and it's it's right. revolutionising the industry because they no longer need a local agent who's just in that place. Now the customer can market their house anywhere in Australia. Mm. But, I, you know, I would, would, would not be surprised if the person that did this, whoever you interviewed, had um, access to my course because I know that at least... 30 or 40 of my students have done exactly this for island hmm. properties. Uh, they've gone to developers and sold development homes. It's, you know, it's, it's, not a, it's not a brand new idea, but when I did well, it, I hadn't I must heard say, of anybody doing it. I must say in justification, this, this fellow uh, who, who I ended up interviewing um, never said you know, it was his idea or it was brand new. And when I asked him how on earth did... Uh, the the Channel Seven news service, which is where I saw it, find out about you. Did you do a press release? So he said he had no idea how they found out about it. So um, interesting, interesting. Hey mate, uh, I reckon that's a wrap at the forty minute mark. Uh, there's a few gems in there, I think, James. Any 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 little nuggets at the end that you want to share, or shall we say farewell? Well, I renamed my home server, uh, my home um, router to slow as hell and the kids got a good laugh from that because <laughs> it's, you know, one day when this this uh, high-speed internet rolls out, we'll be cooking. Yep. You will be cooking. Look out. Oh, I'm going, I'm, I'm travelling too uh, soon. So next episode, I'll to? have news of the world. Okay. Heading off to America, catch up with uh, some people and uh, do some stuff. Which will be good. It's well, that's absolutely, you've given us nothing, catching up with people and doing <laughs> some stuff. It's important to get out of there. I've been asked <laughs> to, to talk about some high-level SEO stuff at a conference, so I'll be heading over to do okay. that. And um, when I come back, I'm sure there'll be some ideas and news. Maybe we can have a show where we talk about the key insights from the coalface of internet marketing. Hey, well, absolutely, at the bleeding edge. At the bleeding edge. I'd like that. By I'd the way, like to get a bit of an SEO uh, the site that I set up for this house thing was registered mm. in uh, 2008, so I did it four years ago. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I uh, I have to tell this fellow that you know. Tell him it's old. He's behind old the news. times. Yeah, send the <laughs> TV crew over. No, like, you know, right, but listeners. by the way, there's probably ten other things like that 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 I have done that have never been published and, and may never okay. be. It's up to you to dredge them out of me. Dredge them out. All right. Well, I'll do that. That, that I will. Uh, I don't know. You'll, you'll probably sort of come easily once we uh, start talking on, an, on, a, on a future episode. Probably. I just but, uh, I just spill my beans, don't I? <laughs> correct. Correct. All right, mate. Well, listen. Uh, thanks, listeners, for tuning in to Freedom Motion. Go to freedomotion com uh, and register and you will get a transcript of every single episode we have ever produced and ever will produce. Uh, and until next time, see you out on the ocean. Thanks, James. Thanks, Timbo. See you, mate. 
Thanks for diving into the Freedom Ocean with James Schramko and Tim Reed. You've just come that little bit closer to living the life you choose. Please keep in mind that the ideas, opinions, and information shared in the show are those of the hosts and do not reflect those of their past employers. And as far as future employers go, well, they're both pretty much unemployable. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.